Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everybody. Kip Harridge here with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. What a day today. Wild day of trading, really, uh, on the heels of uh, yesterday's uh, uh, tech earnings from Big Tech, the Big Four. Kind of a crazy story happening here. We believe it continues to look like the beginning of a major melt-up in the markets. So I'm going to cover that more in just a moment. It's been a theme that we've been covering here, starting with our clients for some time, but especially this week, because the signs are starting to become very clear that this is happening, and there are good reasons for it. Apple today, for example, on the back of their huge earnings beat, Apple up 10.5% on the day. Uh, that's only an increase in a single day of $180 billion to its market cap, which is now one8 trillion dollars. Amazon also having a big day today, up 4% or 111 points. Facebook also a big today, up 8%, uh, up 19 points. The the lone loser out of the big four was Google. Uh, not a, lot, not a lot, lot of love lost there for Google, for most of us, I'm sure. Uh, Google, the spy machine, uh, down 3.2% today. Uh, but uh, again, a wild day of trading. NASDAQ finishing up 157 points today on the heels of those big earnings, up 1.5%, closing at 10745 another new all-time high. That is correct, isn't it? Uh, let me just double-check that. Oh, just short of another new all-time high, by about 100 points. The Dow Jones, which is interesting because the Dow finished up 114 after opening up nicely, losing all those gains, going negative by 250, and then rallying in the smart money hour, finishing up 115 points at 26,428. It's a lot of strength there, folks. Interesting about the, the Dow Jones, too. We think this is significant. The Dow Jones today touched its, both its 50-day and its 200-day moving averages. Uh, it's followed its 50-day moving average higher now for two months. Every time it touches it, it moves higher. Uh, it also had uh, yesterday a golden cross, the 50-day crossing over the 200-day moving average. And uh, so it's also uh, starting to uh, reach oversold levels. So this is a good target for us next week. I believe we're going to be acting on it here uh, in our parabolic options program. So there's a little tip for you for next week for those that uh, trade uh, the markets more aggressively maybe. And finally for today, the S&P 500 up 7 tenths of 1%, up 25 points at 32.71. Lone, lone loser in the broad indexes today, Russell 2000, uh, minus 0.90%. But I'll call it 1%, down 14 points at 1480. Uh, <clears throat> what a, uh, again, what a day today. We have been targeting some key developments happening. Cover these quickly with you because as we've been saying here for some time, Coronavirus is dead. It's been dead for some time. The market's been telling us that it was dead or dying uh, as a discounting mechanism. The market's been given that all clear signal for some time. And it's, it's frankly a simple story of herd immunity. Herd immunity is, uh, is happening, it's estimated to be about 20% of the population in the U.S. already has herd immunity. Uh, this virus continues to weaken as it spreads from person to person exactly as viruses do, which is why we should never have locked down anything, which is why we should never have had to wear masks, close businesses, certainly not close schools. Uh, but uh, anyway, we're getting there, you know, hopefully uh, on the back of some really cheap and very uh, uh, successful treatments with things like hydroxychloroquine. You know, uh, let's see what we can do to uh, shut down Big Pharma on this one before they get there hands on 10, 20 different vaccines and make their hundreds of billions of dollars from that. And they're very expensive treatments they're pushing out there. But again, the market has been telling us 
coronavirus is over. And on the back of this, we now have $11 trillion in fresh global quantitative easing and stimulus combined globally that's been thrown into the markets, into the economy. Add the bond yields at near all-time lows. The 10-year today is just cratering down to 0.53%. Folks, it's gravity. Everybody wants U.S. debt because it has a positive yield and it's the most stable country on the planet. The, 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 uh, the, the fund flows will continue, we believe, into U.S. debt, forcing our rates lower. Again, that means, Tina, there is no alternative. People are forced to buy equities. This is how you get a melt-up scenario happening in the markets. We're looking for what could be a crazy bill move higher over, say, a two- to three-year period or so. Also, we have a global currency war happening, certainly between the U.S. and China, where countries want their currency to go down. You heard Goldman Sachs this week say that the U.S. is at risk of, is at risk of uh, losing its status as a reserve currency of the planet. Yeah, that's not the case. That's Goldman Sachs signaling the all-clear sign for their financial brethren to short the dollar into, Boliv- into oblivion. That's what the Trump administration wants to see happen. And this global currency war means that cash is trash. So if you have money in savings, it's going to be inflated away. Don't leave it there. You've got to put it in the markets because you're getting nothing in yields. Again, Tina on steroids. Also, in a, in a new theme that we see no one really talking about that we think is extremely important, the stock market has become globally the most important force for building and maintaining a strong domestic economy. This is governments and our planners using the stock market to really ramp up an economy you get from, from a rising stock market. Think about what you get. You get animal spirits, right? People checking their 401ks. People happy they're making money in the markets, okay? You get access to cheap capital. Again, when the markets are going higher, it's very easy for companies, both public and private, to raise money. There's been, never been more liquidity, never been more money chasing fewer deals. Most companies simply don't need to raise debt. Uh, so that, again, another reason yields are plummeting. And, of course, one of the biggies is if you've got – if you're the big boy in the block, if you've got the most attractive market, that means you are attracting the most amount of global f- fund flows into your company. So every major co- economy on the planet is essentially juicing their markets higher. If you saw the news this week out of China, really stunning. First, uh, we, we learned earlier this month that China – actually told their citizens to buy stocks, signaling the amount of money they're about to make in the markets. Markets went on a tear after that. Then we learned yesterday that in China, thousands, plural, thousands of new hedge funds are opening up. This is China targeting the financial markets, ramping their markets, financial Frankenstein happening right before us. We're doing the same kind of financial engineering here. Again, this is a, a, a bit of a new scenario here. It, it's part of our global melt-up scenario. It's unprecedented, cert- most certainly in the U.S. and Chinese markets, as we're calling it here, a Cold War with appreciating financial assets being used as one of their primary weapons. Obviously, don't fight the tape. Don't fight the Fed. This combination is undefeated today. And again, as I said early, earlier, our, one of our primary themes for some time, coronavirus, is over. That is a very good thing. So it's for all these reasons that we think that uh, this is a time to really be paying attention. You know, this money, this newfound $11 trillion, which is going to grow to probably $15 trillion globally in QE and stimulus before all said and done, is going to keep juicing markets higher. 
Again, that's what we're seeing when the semis hit new high, new high, new high. Uh, uh, because semis lead tech, tech leads the market. We're seeing, you know, again, a repeating pattern happen here. Today, the market could have really sold off. You know, we had these great tech earnings, then boop, here goes the market getting hit hard. That looked to a lot of perma bears like the signs of a blow-off top and a reversal. I saw that everywhere today on TV and on Twitter. And then, of course, the market makes fools of these people again as it just continues to surge higher. So a um, whole lot of reasons here to be very interested in uh, what's happening to your money right now. We think that uh, the dips, must they just got to be bought here. Dips have to be bought. Let's take a look under the hood today. We'll start with the uh, market summary today for the internals, which, of course, is what the VRA and system keys off of, at least to some large degree. And what's interesting, we had these big gains in the market today, but the internals were negative. Well, I'll say mixed to negative. Here's what we saw today. Uh, in both the NYSE and the NASDAQ, roughly two-to-one negative right there on advanced decline. Two-to-one negative. Up-down volume. Uh, NYSE, better than two-to-one negative, about 2.4-to-one negative. And uh, NASDAQ, even with this, again, a big 157-point gain, uh, NASDAQ today uh, still had negative volume, about 200 million more in declining volume than up volume. But here's the good, here's, here's the kicker. And this has been powering this move higher for some time. It's this broadening effect that's happening in the market. And uh, we saw it again today uh, with the uh, new 52 week highs to lows we had today. 225 companies hitting new 52 week highs. That's combined to NYSE and NASDAQ to just 45 stocks hitting new 52-week lows. As we reported last week, we saw something very significant take place when the NYSE advanced decline line hit another new all-time high. That was confirmation uh, of a breakout earlier in NASDAQ as confirmation of surpassing those June 8th highs, which we had not done before in the S&P 500. That happened as well. So we think we're seeing uh, building blocks, confirmation after confirmation that this market is gearing up for what could be one hell of a big move higher. I know the concern. We hear it all the time from our folks. I'm sure you're thinking about it as well. Look, we got, a, we got an election coming up in three months, right? Oh, my God, what could happen? Well, the markets really don't care. They just don't care who's in office. You've probably seen the same studies I have. The markets actually do better under a Democrat president than a Republican president. And, uh, again, what we see is this is really a wall of worry move higher. And with the rates where they are, and there's no competition for money. Money must continue to funnel into stocks. Again, $11 trillion right now, sloshing around, looking for a home, with it probably going to grow to $15 trillion. Our sector watch today, uh, again, a mixed bag here. We had uh, six sectors close higher on the day, five closed lower. On the upside, led by, you got it, technology up 2.5%, consumer discretionary up 1.3%, and communication services up 8 tenths of 1%. On the downside, Small losses, energy down seven tenths of a percent, healthcare down five tenths of one percent. And our commodity watch today, again, this has been the story, has been gold. Uh, if you're looking at the December contract, it traded over two thousand dollars an ounce today. The spot price right now is trading at nineteen sixty-seven an ounce. That is up twenty-five dollars an ounce, really building fuel for a blow-off move, which will continue, we think, through two thousand, much, much higher. This is the time to be and precious metals in the miners. If you've been joining us here, you know we've been a broken record on this for a couple of years. We've been 
It's been our largest position now for over two years in precious metals and miners. We like them just as much today as we did then. Um, oil today uh, was up uh, 50 cents a barrel, closing at 40.42. Uh, silver today was up $1.20 an ounce at 24.57. That's up a big 5.2%. Again, gold up 1.2% today. And uh, Bitcoin today uh, what is trading at 11,300. It's also breaking out up 191. Folks, hope you had a great week. Hope you have an even better weekend. We'll look forward to seeing you back here Monday after the close. Please join us at vrainsider.com. Again, vrainsider.com.